0: Gamma Radio
1: Hello, you're listening to the Good Vibe Show on Gamma Radio with me, Dave, and of course, Fog. We have a very special show for you tonight, a regular call-in, a unique theatrical production from our very own Fog, and, and well, I'm sure we'll have a few surprises in store for you as well.
0: Yes, we are finally back on air, and I have to say, this new studio is rather mouldy and full of junk. Just look at this stuff. Paper strewn everywhere, empty beer bottles thrown around the floor, and... What's this? There's a severed toe in a jar of brandy here? Well, what do you expect? This was
1: the super special Radio Attack studio, after all. Shane and Goff weren't well known for their sophistication and elegance, were they?
0: (laughs) No, indeed not. Unlike us, hey Dave. I mean, we're so sophisticated that we use two sets of knives and forks for every meal. Well,
1: there are two of us, Fogg.
0: <laughs> exactly. No sharing for us. Well, I'm glad they're dead anyway.
1: <laughs> what, what an outrageous thing to say! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, welcome back, listeners. I, I hope you enjoy our rather more sophisticated show.
0: And just to inform you all briefly, uh, we're not dead and we're not guilty. And I'm not a murderer. Objection! Oh, no. Wait, we've done that bit.
1: Uh, anyway, uh, let's get on with the show. Uh, time for the news. <coughs> So, listeners, this is a very special news report on recent civic developments in the town of Lowespittle. Fogg had to go undercover in Mog's bar to get this information, for, for some reason.
0: Yes, I am, however, a master of disguise. With but a touch of radiant beauty face powder, a lick of paint, and my finest pouting, I can transform myself into my alter ego, Forget, Forget? <laughs> I'm sure it was a memorable performance, Fog. Yes, Mog said it was the best yet. He'd never seen me act so well. Did he?
1: I thought you said you were in disguise, Fogg. Why are you asking for feedback?
0: Well, why not? How else am I going to know if my act is effective, Dave? You really have no idea about thespianism. It's the reviews that linger, you know.
1: Fine, whatever. Anyway, uh, the town of Lower Spittle has been concentrating their rebuilding efforts over the last few months on turning the town into a tourist hotspot. Jean managed to turn her dustbin cafe into a thriving dumpster bistro, complete with a seat and a lap tray. Apparently people are queuing round the block to get hold of her gravy.
0: Only because people are tarring their new roofs with it. Well don't be mean, Fogg. The town of Lower Spittle has risen from the ashes like a dirty phoenix. The valiant denizens of the town have congealed together to turn their shit into gold. Have they? Well not literally. What I mean is they've turned their misfortune into an absolute fortune by cashing in on our supposed demise. Yes, there are museums displaying crude statues of Gordon Warden and Mayor Sneetel, gift shops selling off bits of the old studio and tours of the alien landing site.
1: Well, I think it's remarkable how well the town has reacted to such uh, unfortunate circumstances. In some ways, it's quite lucky that a disaster struck so heavily. I'm glad we played a small part in the newfound success of this town. Uh, objection! We're not in court, Fog. We're on the radio. We don't have to tell the truth. Uh, speaking of the truth, in the news this week... A new fashion craze has taken the wasteland by storm. After the discovery of an ancient warehouse full of bulldog clips, leather belts, and dead rats. Fashionable Wastelanders have transformed these artefacts into nipple clamps, bondage gear and fake Mohicans.
0: Yes, they call it the Demented Dan look, apparently.
1: Uh, these uh, uh, Danny boys have been spreading their ponchon for old couture far
0: and wide across the nation. Yes, you can't go to the market without seeing someone with a pair of handlebars strapped to their forehead flailing about when they get stuck in a doorway.
1: <laughs> it is quite funny, though. A follower of fashion, uh, Maximus Kink, had this to say on the matter.
0: We're bringing back the glaring old days when the dead stayed dead, people had proper mutations and everyone drove around shooting each other all day long, before the petrol ran out anyway. There was a real community spirit amongst murderous wasteland gangs and we're trying to bring that back. However, social commentator ABSOLUTELY NOT offers a rather different perspective.
2: It's just another silly fashion craze, why can't anyone think of anything original? My grandfather was wearing nipple clamps and strap-on dildos over a hundred years ago. He stuck with it till his dying day. It was murder trying to close the coffin. It took six of us sitting on the lid to finally nail it down. Anyway, this craze will soon blow over. They'll come to their senses as soon as they get their danglies caught in a passing cartwheel.
3: Well,
0: that's the end of the news and it's time for an advert. Regan, would you like some nittle soup?
1: Regan? (laughs) Regan?
3: No, I would not.
1: Uh... Ah, Regan, your head is on backwards.
3: Thanks for pointing that out, mummy. Would you like some pea soup? Ah,
0: that's it. I'm calling an exerciser.
3: Did someone call?
0: Oh,
1: thank the holy mother.
3: Oh, no, not you again. Your mother sucks cocks in hell. Oi, none of that demon. Now get out of that bed. I want 20 press ups, followed by 20 sit ups, and then when you're done, three laps of the block, you infernal pustule. Oh, no, not again. Get to it. One, two, three. Oh, I can't do it. By the power invested in me, by the almighty <coughs> gift of the gods, I command you. Exercise! Uh, No! I can't even do one press-up! Alright, alright! You win this time! I'll leave this girl alone! This is Pazuzu! Going back to hell! To do some training! That's right, Pazuzu! Off you go! Oh, I'm feeling better now, mum. Exercise your
0: demons by calling Exercises Unlimited. Perfect for dealing with possessions, poltergeese, and malevolent spirits. We'll run those devils ragged until they go back to hell.
1: So, welcome back, listeners. Uh Vogue's got a special new segment lined up, and uh, while he's getting that ready, uh it's just um <laughs> it's just you and me, listeners. Um What a perfect time to play. Um, uh, what's in the room? Uh, yeah, yeah, what's in the room? Uh, <laughs> let's have a look around, shall we? Oh, look, uh, here's a lovely framed photo of an escaped mental patient and his pet iguanodon. Oh, no, it isn't. It, it, it's it's our dear departed Shane and Goff. Uh, well, in this drawer we have, oh, an interesting magazine featuring, oh my, oh, I didn't know, didn't know a spatula could... F- Fit in there. Ooh. Well, uh, over here in this corner, we have a stinking old pair of trousers. Oh, well, I could do with a new pair. Ah! What in Fog's name? Oh, hello. Uh, uh, what? I mean, who are you? Or or were? No, what? Are you? Fog!
0: What? Did you get a caught in the zip again? Uh, wait there, I'll get the tongs.
1: No! I found a, 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 a monster!
0: What? Where? Oh, oh I see. No, I'm perfectly human.
1: Oh, oh, thank goodness. Oh, sorry for the confusion. Uh, well, you're, uh, you're live on Gamma Radio. Uh, what's your
0: name and where do you spawn from? Oh, uh, uh, I'm Fungal Burns and I'm a, I'm a citizen of the Waste End. Welcome to my home.
1: Oh, you live here then? Oh, so do we now. Nice to meet your neighbour. Stand back, Dave. I'll handle this demon. Stop, stop swinging that mop around, Fog. Uh, the monster's just a guest. Oh.
0: So, who invited him? What are you doing in our studio? Look, I'm a reasonable guy. I believe in communal living and and, and we're all guys' children and all, but I was here first, you cheeky lobsters. Oh, you stink to the high heavens, man. Don't you ever bathe? Well, you just have to be hosed down if you wish to continue as our tenant. If you keep clean, we'll keep the rent reasonable. Can you cook? Uh, uh, look, I'll I'll just be off. Uh, I don't want to kill the vibe, man. Uh, fair enough. Bugger off, then.
2: Wow, 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 wow. Hold on, hold on. Fungal, stay where you are.
0: Uh, hold on, guys. I've got another thought coming. Huh? What was that voice?
2: Don't tell him, Fungal. Say you're not going anywhere until you've had time to think.
0: Uh, I'm not going anywhere until I've had time to, uh... Think! Uh, think. What's going on? I don't know, but it's crusty hat is squamming. There's something in there.
2: No, there isn't. No, there isn't. Pay no attention to the squirming of the hat. It's an illusion.
0: My hat's an illusion. What the hell is going on? Give me that hat.
2: Ah oh, no! <laughs> it oh, Put it back on. Put cold. Oh, it back on. Oh, it's covered up. It's covered up. We've been unshaved. We must call an immediate crisis meeting. All in favor, say aye. Uh, according to Article 7, in the minutes of our last meeting, it was determined that I was an inappropriate oh, yeah. indicator of affirmation due to its singular nature. Oh. We are a collective, and as such the correct term should be we. We, we,
0: we. I, uh, we? Uh, oui?
1: Listeners, we're witnessing the most unusual situation unfolding before our very eyes.
0: Yes, it appears that our new butler has an arrangement of talking mushrooms growing out of the top of his head. What did the Fat Bellyback just say? I beg your pardon?
2: Uh, The Collective hasn't sanctioned direct contact with outsiders. Don't say anything until we've voted on it. Uh, We haven't voted on the crisis meeting yet. Crisis? What crisis? Have we decided that this is a crisis? What are the criteria for a
0: crisis? Hello, hello, you. Yes, 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 you. That one. Explain yourself, Mushroom.
2: I'm invoking the Unilateral Communication Clause. Yes, human-ish. Uh, What do you want? What is going on? What?
1: Who? Why are you mushrooms growing out of this man's head?
2: Ah, well, we are a democratic committee of symbiotic organisms. This gentle creature is our current host. We know that lesser creatures can be frightened by our appearance and so choose to disguise ourselves to avoid unnecessary confrontation.
0: Oh, I see. Uh, You're parasites.
2: Oh, that's a dirty word. Our partnership is of mutual benefit.
0: Uh, uh fungal, fungal, uh do you know about these mushrooms on on your head? Uh, what mushrooms? What are you on about? It's like you can read my mind, man.
2: Don't address the horse directly. It is forbidden under clause 4386.927 of the Mycelium Treaty I of- What's on
0: your head, man?
2: You've
1: been invaded by communist spores!
2: Ah, he's, oh, breaking, it's the naughty. he's, he's naughty. breaking the law! He's breaking really the law! Catastrophe alert! Oh, Alarm!
1: Wow. Alarm!
0: I don't know what you're talking about. I'm feeling quite alarmed, actually. I think... uh... No thinking. Wait, wait. Uh, Fungal, fungal. put your hand on top of your head. Why? Just do it, you daft heap of compost.
1: I'm not sure that's a good idea, actually.
0: Oh.
2: It's raising its hand. Do something. I propose a vote. Uh, Oh,
0: ah, he's got me. Oh, he's got me. Oh, a big squeeze. That's it. Give it a good pull. Come on. You're strong enough to do it. He said, struggling he... off! Oh, oh, oh Struggle off! No, 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 oh, no, Oh, Struggle down! No well
2: mushroom That's it!
1: He's pulled it right off! Oh, mushroom down! Oh, mushroom, down. mushroom down! Oh,
0: That feels better. Oh, what's this? Ow! Ow! Oh. Ow! Oh. Oh. oh, God! Oh, how many Ow. are there?
3: Oh! Oh no!
1: Oh, well, listeners, this is a sight to behold! In a frenzy Thank of self plucking, Fungal is
0: ridding himself of his mushroom invaders! Hey, hey man, pass. Me, be, be, be that pa pan, would you? Ah, uh, my chinny is weakening, my teeth are growing, my sense of entitlement is increasing exponentially! Oh, Gosh, listeners! <laughs> What a transformation. Uh, yes, he suddenly looks much richer. Ooh. Get
3: out of my brain. These little bastards have been on me this whole time. Get in that pen, you nasty little
0: parasites. I just thought you were thick hairs.
1: Wow, this is quite a change. Uh, Fungle, how do you feel after your uh, uh, counter-revolution? Fungle,
0: fuck off. My name's Fergal Barnabas. It's Duke Fergal Barnabas to you. The last thing I remember is hosting the Bishop's charity ball for orphans. Well, after racing the little buggers around the ballroom for a lump of cheese, I horsewhipped my servants and popped down to the wine cellar for a glass of Chateau Col-de-Sac and settled down for a quick nap. Uh, that's the last thing I remember. Duke, Bishop, you whipped your servants? That's barbaric. Uh, only a light whipping. It was a special occasion after all. What? You, 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 you had a wine cellar? Uh, where, where, where is that exactly? Oh, be buggered if I can remember. Better go and find it. terry her, chaps. Look out below! Oh, he's gone. You there? Ow! Off we go. He's just punched a granny in the face. He's riding her off into the sunset. Whilst the crone.
1: Oh, you naughty man! You mind my back.
0: Well, I think
1: it's. I think it's time for an advert.
0: From Slippery Hollow Creations, are you ready to get sexy? Prepare for the most fantabulous, phenomenific, ace-in-the-hole contractions you have ever seen, all powered by the latest in salvaged nuclear batteries, with many models available for only a few tins each, including... The Oily Frog Pump The Chimney Whistler The bed knob and Broomstick The Jelly Slinger And The Agony eye. Or, overcharge your experience with our deluxe model The Salty Supernova Our customers are so satisfied, we never hear from them again Slippery Hollow Creations are a division of Butcher Corp Defence Systems
1: Welcome back, listeners. We have a very special segment coming up for you. Fogg has been preparing a lovely...
0: Uh, wait, I'm not ready. Uh, here, take this. Uh, what's this? Oh, it's that uh, it's that tape that lovely gentleman sent in to us. It's a sort of a friendly interview, I think. Should be long enough to pad out the show. Uh, the episode title is... Um, surprising Antiques.
1: Oh. Sounds quite pleasant. Uh, OK, then. Uh, while Fog gets ready, here's our new segment. Uh, the Cock Report with Roger Cock. Hmm. Uh, I'll go and read my magazine quiet,
4: dusty Cumbridge, a haven of local shops and friendly neighbours, a place your granny would love to die in. But behind the facade of lace curtains and homemade donkau stew lies a putrid, stinking secret. A secret so shocking it will rock your being to the very core and make you question your very sanity. This very sleepy village is home to dealers in so-called antiques. It's about goddamn time we brought one of these pustules of the wastes to justice. Ride with me.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: There's no time to lose. Innocent people are buying false idols. Through the door, Gazil!
0: Mm-hmm. Ah! My shop! What are you doing? That donkey cow is breaking my beautiful
3: antiques!
4: Silence, filth merchant. It's a gazelle. There are certain questions that ought to be answered about these so-called antiques that you, lie peddler, are selling in this boutique. Uh, What questions? I have evidence to show your true purpose. You have been selling precious treasures from before the Big Bangs right here in this shop. Well, yes, that's what I do. I'm an antiques dealer. Aha, so you admit it. Yes. Furthermore, you've been obtaining them through immoral means. Uh, I, I haven't slept with anyone for years. Lies, I heard you cleared out an old lady. It was her house I cleared out. She died. Her family wanted to sell her. A likely story. I bet you stooped to tomb raiding as well. What are you on about? This. A human jawbone on your desk. Direct evidence of grave robbery. Those are my dentures. They popped out when you burst into my shop. Uh, What about this? Animal pelt. Harvested from an innocent wasteland creature. Draped over a mummified corpse. That's my wig. On a mannequin.
0: (laughs) And this? Furry sack, mm-hmm. it's clearly a human stomach. That's a musical bag of pipes. You know, from the Scots land up north. Lies. <laughs> Ow. That's enough. You can't terrorize an old man like this.
4: At this point in the discussion, the merchant decided to protect his heresy with threats of extreme violence. I feared for my soul, my very soul.
0: I'd raise my stick at you if I wasn't afraid of falling over. Monster! I shall defend myself! Oh no! No, please don't! Ow! Ow!
4: Justice!
0: Ow! Ow!
4: When faced with ultimate evil, only ultimate justice can defeat the ultimate beast. Very justice. This was the Cock Report, signing
0: off. Shut up, Damon. Going as fast as I can. Just be bloody stupid, Fog. We're running out of time. Oh, let go, would you? I'm I'm trying to get these trousers off. Oh, Oh, shit.
1: Welcome back, listeners. Uh, I'm sure that was a delightful, pleasant insight into the lives of people in uh, the lovely town of Cumbridge, wherever that is. Well, we've got a very special segment coming up for you now. Fog here has been working very hard on a lovely bit of theatre as a special treat for all our beautiful listeners out there. So, without further ado... Uh,
0: hang on, I'm still not ready.
1: Well, hurry up, Fog. We mustn't keep the listeners waiting.
0: I'm nearly there. I'm just getting into costume.
1: Costume? You're on the radio, for goodness sakes, Fog. <laughs> oh.
0: Right, right, I'm ready, I'm ready. (laughs) Dear, oh, wonderful and valuable listeners, this very evening I present to you an ancient tale of misery and woe. It is a tale of dark foreboding, a tale handed down from generation to generation. We Uh, made it up, Fog. What? Uh, I I, I reinterpreted it for a modern audience. Mm. Yes, conceived, penned, and performed by me whilst in the belly of the beast, prepare yourselves for a journey into the darkest recesses of the semi-human mind. Are you going to read out your diary? Shut up, Dave. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you a play from a bygone era, the likes of which has never been heard before. Firstly, the dramatis personae. Quaint George, a hero and wasteland warrior, Captain Brock of the Bad Ship Porkrind, a pirate. Old Molly Gobshite, a witterer and beggar. Rusty Kaput, a deranged robot. And Ducky Liar, a quack mechanic. Oh, and and a giant guzzard. (laughs) Right, let us begin. Right, this is the beginning. Here am I, old quaint George, bound hand and foot in this cave. Whilst inside I'm shitting my pants and trying to look very brave. What is this darkness surrounding my head as I tentatively open my eyes? Where is the creature that's making those screeches and horrible alien cries? For a guzzard lives here and so I fear that he'll guzzle me up for his tea. My attempts to escape have all been in vain, won't somebody rescue me? That's not to say I'm a coward or craven, I once bit the head of a mutated raven. Really Fogg? It's quite George the hero? Yes he is Dave, like Robert the Nero. Now have you quite finished your rude interruption? Mm, I'm sorry for causing a minor disruption. Uh, I'm not mad, Dave, though it may seem strange, for it uh, gave me the time for a costume change. <clears throat> Here am I upon winged thumb, for a guzzard I am and a guzzard I'll be. I'll bring with me food in human form that I found on a ship in the sea. I like to eat meat and I like to drink blood. It's very nutritious and tastes rather good. This captain I found will surely be salty. I'll eat him whole like feeble would. Into my cave I'll throw my victim, and after a sleep I'll swallow him down. He might need a wash before he is noshed, as his trousers turned recently brown. Now I must lay down my head and sleep, in the back of the cave my meat I'll keep.
1: Bloody hell, Fog, how long is this play?
0: It'll be over before you can say, uh... Jack Robinson? Who the bloody hell's that? I don't know, Fogg. Stop being a twat! Here am I, old Captain Brock, caught in this guzzard's lair. Stuck with the chivalrous warrior George, whose presence I just cannot bear. For I am a villain, as evil as sin, and he is so kind and amusing. Just look at that prick, he makes me sick, I'll draw on his face whilst he's snoozing. But I have a plan that'll help us escape the clutches of our tormentor. I'll cross my fingers and form a truce with that virtuous smug, Defender. Together we'll strangle the beast with that chain, and with its sharp beak cut our bonds in twain. Now George, my friend, my ally, my buddy, let's turn this beast into a curry. I'll go first to save you from worry, but time is short so we'd better hurry. There be the monster asleep on the floor, soon asleep forevermore. Have at you, you monster, you blackguard, you knave! This isn't how food is supposed to behave. I awake from my slumber with a chain on my throat. Here I will die, to death I will choke. Uh, Well done, Fogg.
1: I enjoyed the conclusion.
0: That wasn't the end, it was just an illusion. It's quite a bit more, so please don't complain.
1: This rhyming thing is hurting my brain.
0: So out of the cave the pirate and knight Stepped out of the darkness and into the light. There they did receive a fright When they saw the face of old Molly Gobshite. Uh, That line didn't fit the meter. Shut up, Dave, you petulant peter. Uh, I'm old Buddy Gobshite, and I have some news of a haywire robot who's lacking a fuse. It used to be lovely, but now it's turned cruel. It pushed my lover into a cesspool. It booted a kitten into a gorse bush. It pulled down my trousers and caused me to blush. It's got the whole village up in a panic. Can I have some money to find a mechanic? No you can't, you ugly old witch. It's time for me to have my fun. Say goodbye to your warty head as I shoot it off with this laser gun. Please don't do it. I am only young. I promise from now on I'll curb my tongue. But alas for Molly, it was too late. A few seconds later, she met her fate. What? You mean to say he shot off her head? Yes, he did. And now she's dead. Brock, you fiend, you foul-hearted blaggard, you murdered this woman to death. I challenge you to a duel, I say. I'll fight you until my last breath. I am the warrior, the wasteland knight, and for your crimes you'll pay. Or, if you prefer an alternative duel, I'm rather fond of croquet. Foolish do gutter, I'll chop you up into bits as small as flies. I'll sell the mince to a baker who'll turn you into pies. The men they fought, but none could win, for the ammo soon ran out. Till up came the crazy robot and gave Captain Brock a clout. Then, Dave, wake up, I can hear you <laughs> snoring. What? Oh, sorry, Fog, but it is pretty boring. How, how dare you, Dave? What if you miss? Just hurry up, Fog. I need a piss. Everyone thinks I am a robot, in fact, I'm a piece of bread. They all say I'm mad, you see, so in turn I'll make them dead. Now I've killed this pirate, I will turn you all insane. I'll stick my fingers up your bum and fricassee your brain. I think I am immortal. There is no stopping me. I think you have forgotten about grenades of EMP. Here you go, this one's for you. It'll fry your wires and circuits too. And with that, the robot died. The town gathered around, and then they sighed. And as the corpse was not organic, the crowd pushed forth, a quack mechanic. I'm the mechanic, and I have come to fix this rogue machine. Oh, look at this rust, his circuits bust. Oh, has it been given a clean? No wonder it went a little bit mad, it hasn't been maintained. It gets my goat and clams up my throat when the robot gets the blame. I'll fix it up and get it working, it should be back to normal. I've done the job, look at him go, the next bit's rather formal. Cough up some tins to keep me alive, it's normally ten, but for you I'll do five. So the robot is fixed and the pirate is dead, poor Molly Gobshite lost her head, quaint George has vanquished the guzzard as well, and we will finish the tale with this sound, a bell. Well, Dave, it's over. What did you think?
1: Uh, It was all right, Fogg. Well, it didn't stink.
0: Uh, Just all right? Why, what was wrong? I don't know, Fogg. It was just a bit long. You don't have to do the rhyming thing, Dave. I
1: know. I can't stop. My brain won't behave. Stop it,
0: Dave. You're being a fool. I can't
1: help it, Fogg. Stop being
0: so cruel. Just be quiet while I speak to our listeners. Okay, I'll shut up while you address the parishioners. Uh, Thank you, dear friends, for listening to my tale. I hope that it warmed the cockles of your hearts. Moving on. Next up, we have a call in chat. (laughs)
1: In. So, listeners, on to today's call-in, and this week has seen a frightening academic report into the state of the economy. Professor of Shoponomics, Gabriel Busnocker estimates that the wasteland will run out of our number one currency, the tin of beans, in as little as six months.
0: Uh, cobblers.
1: Apparently basing our entire economy upon an edible commodity was not the best idea our early forefathers had.
0: Actually, it was the best idea they had. All their other ideas were even worse. Anyway, it's all fear-monkeying by the dried spaghetti barons who want their worthless pasta to become the dominant currency, making them super-rich overnight. A bloke at the pub told me.
1: Anyway, we want to know what you would like to see as the new currency. Oh, we've touched on something. This is our first caller already. Hello, caller. What's your name?
0: Hello, I'm Chester Draws. Uh, hello, Chester. Uh, what do you think the new currency should be? Uh, hello. Uh,
4: I think the new currency should be something I've got a lot of.
1: Oh, right. Uh, What is that, Chester?
4: Teeth. I've got six rows of them growing in me gob. Always get me beans stuck in them. This way I could get doubly rich what with the beans and me money teeth.
0: Uh, But what happens when you have to pay for something? You'd have to yank one out to purchase a toilet roll, you silly little man. And how would you get change? Would they have to pull off a fingernail in return? It's bloody stupid.
4: Uh, um, well, well, I wouldn't use my own teeth, would I? Like rich people, I'd use someone else's. I do have a lot of kids.
1: Uh, That's an interesting but barbaric idea. I hope your kids are listening. Anyway, next
0: caller. Uh, Here's Misty Piecrest with some wittering. Uh, Hello, boys. Well, you know how in the olden days people always said money didn't grow on trees? Yes. Well, that got me thinking. Why don't we use twigs? They'll never run out and everyone will be rich. Imagine the world we could build together. With twigs? Uh, I'm sorry, but that is moronic. Are you seriously suggesting you'd swap your family home for a cartload of twigs? Well, I live on a twig farm. Oh, I see. Honestly, it's like an idiot convention around here sometimes. Let's hope our next caller has something worthwhile to say. Uh, Next, it's uh, Lloyd Barclay on the line. Hello, Lloyd. Please have a sensible suggestion not based upon selfish greed.
5: How dare you accuse me of greed, insolent whelp? Insolent whelp? Do you know who I am? Do you know who I am? No. Who are you? I'm Lloyd Barclay. I'm the proud owner of the first Bank of the Wasteland.
0: Well, you sound like a complete banker to me.
1: Fuck, 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 fuck. Lloyd, you sound like you uh, have an interesting suggestion.
5: Hmm, well, the answer's pretty obvious, isn't it? Coins.
0: Groins? No,
5: coins.
0: Those small round metal discs with old women's faces on them. What on earth for? Can you eat them?
5: No, you can't eat them. That's the whole point. That's how we're in this mess in the first place. Their only purpose would be to purchase items from other people with.
0: Buy things with them? Why would anyone want small old
5: lady discs? Because then they can buy things with them too. They are like an I.O.U. in physical form. It works. It's how they did it before the big bangs. I.O.U.?
0: I.O.U. what? An old lady?
1: Oh, right. I see. Very interesting, Mr. Barclay. So, how many old ladies would, say, uh, a don-cow cost?
0: No, no, no,
5: no. You're missing the point entirely as usual. They are a promise to pay the owner of the coin in something of value.
0: This this is ridiculous. You mean to say they are worthless? Just empty
5: promises? No! Well, yes. Yes, you could say that. Yes. And you can store all of your um, empty promises in my bank.
1: Whoa there. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So let me get this straight. You want us all to turn uh, all of our beans into empty promises? In the form of coins, yes. Uh, yeah, in the f- form of old lady groins and then uh, give them all to you.
0: I'm sorry, but this is stupider than the twigs idea. What sort of moron are you? Nobody would ever do that.
5: Actually, I hold the wealth of several of the richest people in the Wastes.
0: Ha, <laughs> mugs. Not a- getting a single legume from me, you frusty old git. Uh, and these people trust you to
1: keep their uh, coins for them?
0: Of
5: course they do. I'm a bank. I promise not to spend it on anything frivolous. Just invest it in the renovations of my mansion.
0: Crook, thief. You'll never get away with it, you dirty rotten scoundrel! I already have.
1: Ah, uh, well then, uh, yeah, oh, oh, he's already gone. Oh,
0: well, good. I can't believe that idiot.
1: Mm, yeah, he was a bit abrasive, wasn't he? I think he was a bit, you know, funny as well. What with all those geriatric crotches he kept going on about. Well, we've got time for one more caller.
0: Oh, good. Who is it this time? Uh, we've got, uh, Beth Asda on the line. Hello, Beth. What's your idiotic suggestion? Oh, hello. Big fan of the show. I'm so glad you're back on air. Anyway, I shouldn't hold you up. I'm fangirling out of it.
1: <laughs> Get on with it, you moron. Fog, be nice. She's a fan. Hi, Beth. Great to speak to you. Uh, don't forget to pick up a copy of Mechanical Mix Volume 1 next time you're in town. <laughs> oh, What's your suggestion?
0: Oh, I've got a copy already. It's wonderful. Uh, my suggestion is, and I've thought about this long and hard, something small, portable, hard to forge... They've been around for a long time. Can you guess? It's bottle caps! Bottle
1: caps? <laughs> 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 bottle caps. Uh,
0: uh, oh, fucking good. ridiculous. Oh,
1: absolutely. That's uh, yeah, That's lovely, Beth. Uh, do keep listening. You have made us laugh. <laughs>
0: oh, you wankers.
1: Well, on that note, I think we'd better call it a day.
0: Well, I'm off in search of that wine cellar fungal was on about. I'll see you in a week, Dave.
1: Oh, all right. Uh, bye, fog. Oh, well, uh, I seem to have a large pan of mushrooms before me, which are, I'm sure will be lovely.
2: No,
3: I don't want to die.
1: Stay tuned for Happy Hour with Miserable Albert.
3: Mmm.
0: Oh. Yeah, my radio. <whistles>
2: Millicent Bulstrode doll. It's been with me through thick and thin. Hey everyone, look! There's a new Millicent Bulstrode! She just came out today! I don't want my old Millicent! What a load of rubbish! I want the new Millicent!
0: Millicent Bulstrode Beauty Parlour, the new doll from Exploitations. She comes with her own hairbrush, makeup and rad concealer.
2: No Millicent! Let's cover up those unsightly holes in your flesh. There
0: we go,
1: that's so much
2: better.
0: She comes with extra arms and leg holes so she can have the mutations you think she deserves. Oh Millicent, you look so much better with your finger hair and shoulder legs. Now let's put some teeth where teeth don't belong. And on top of that, she could pee out of any orifice.
2: Look, Dad, she's pissing out of her ears. Get
0: your new Millicent Bolstrove Beauty Parlour for only two cans of beans from your local market today. We are a
3: troop of
0: medical physicians. We have the cure for any health condition. And just to keep away all the nasty competition, we give advice as a musical composition. If you got the sniffles deep inside your nose, drop up a pigeon and smear it on your toes. If your leg is broken or your arm is all bent Cover it in concrete or coated in cement If you feel bloated or inflated from within Just release the gas by puncturing your skin If your cough is hacking then this is what you do Snort a line of tadpoles Then eject into the loo If you've been decapitated By a rusty spade Just be thankful that it wasn't blown off By a dirty old grenade If you feel peaky you're likely to be sick Get a dear old friend of yours to feed you a dog cow's dick If inside your stomach And I'll say you are keeping Kill it with the poison Of another wound that's weeping If your throat is ragged Rough and really raw You'll have to buy our album To find out the cure Clinical Precision by the Doctor Collective Pick up your prescription today.